0: Coming up,
1: that is a great question. How does What's... fingering work? Well, you find like the the, the spot. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what was that? What's the spot? You just know when you when you find it. What is the spot? <laughs> you know when you feel it. Do you know what I mean? It's like when you have a cup of tea and you go, oh, that's hit, that's hit the spot. It's like that.
0: A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely
2: little couple,
3: except they're not. Um,
2: how's everyone's fringe? Everyone's just like over it? I'm so over it right now. It's like, mm-hmm. my voice is so dark, so low. I think I almost sound like the gay one. Like the non-gay one. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Welcome to A Gay and a Non-Gay. Edinburgh! How are you? Yes! Yes! Come on! I'm absolutely buzzing. We're starting our podcast at the end, the very end of yeah. the binge, like the last three or four days. Well,
1: I've only it's... been here for like 24 hours, so yeah, i know.
2: I hate you so much I'm... for it. Look how fresh you are. It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Dan was quite funny earlier when he got to Edinburgh. Was I? Well, you had no idea what was going on. I flew in from New York and had to change it Gatwick, and Ooh. it was just... That's where his girlfriend lives. Yeah, my girlfriend. exciting. It's quite you... sad, really. They never see each other. You <laughs> had the whole pandemic without sex. <laughs> But it was um, the bin strike that really threw you today. Who's yes. loving the bin strike, everybody? There's a bloody bin strike in Edinburgh, if you're listening to that. I don't know how long it... Go- Does anyone know how long it's going on for? Yeah. The th- oh, my birthday. But I'm believing this <laughs> shit <hole. laughs> Sorry, I love it. I do love Edinburgh, like, so much. I have family from here, and I'm, like, half Scottish, but I am so tired. So you'd have binned it off by then. Oh, good one. <laughs> oh, God. Dan's been um, doing stand-up training, everyone. Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah,
1: you might be able to tell. He's going to be doing some later tonight. I can't wait for you (laughs) to experience that. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I didn't realise there was a bin strike on, and I just genuinely thought that like everyone had just given up and there was just shit everywhere because it was the Edinburgh <laughs> Edinburgh. <laughs> like, <laughs> performance of the Edinburgh fringe. And then James said, "How do you feel about the bin strike?" And I yeah. was like, "Oh, that makes sense." It's upsetting
2: though, like as a performer, it's literally a visual representation of how the inside of my mouth looks right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a bin. It's horrible. Um,
2: so when we do our podcast live with an actual audience, and it's amazing that we're doing that again. But
1: we like to do a feature when we do live shows uh, where I'm, I'm basically given like a safe space uh, to say things that I can't normally say. Yeah. Being like a white, straight man. Right, exactly,
2: and, w- and what we do is we just, we don't get offended, we don't cancel him because it's good to learn. We all need to learn shit, right? So we're gonna give Dan that space right now. Do you all agree not to cancel Dan? Yeah. You sound so sure.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> okay, so without further ado, it's time for Things Dan Can't Say. <laughs> You might just wanna know why, I don't like girls, I like guys And well for one night, only you can say what you like Have you tried being bi, have you had calm in your eye? Yes, well for one night, only you can say what you All like right, here we go. Things that I cannot say, things that I cannot say easy. I'm on the
1: wrong track baby, Maybe things that I cannot say, say. Things that Dan can't say, things that Dan can't say, I'm on the wrong track, baby,
2: things that Dan can't say. Uh, so welcome to Things Dan Can't Say, everyone. What? That definitely does not sound like a song you've ever heard before. FYI, Yeah. in case uh, Gaga's lawyers are in the room, jokes, there's no one at the Fringe this year. They're definitely not here. So
1: Dan, when are you ready? Well, I've been giving it a, a fair amount of thought, actually, for today. Because okay. uh, it's the first one in over a year. Mm-hmm. My question is, why can't gay people commit to plans? Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: I, I definitely do. And actually, like, I,
1: actually, when we were just out flowering not that long ago, like an hour ago, yeah. all the gay people that we came across mm. were very much like, oh, I don't know, this, that, and the other. I've yeah. got another show to go to, maybe, maybe it's too late, blah, blah, blah. Right. But the straight people were, they weren't necessarily saying, yes, I'll come. But they were giving us a, a firm answer, right? I
2: feel like gay people make plans. The queer people in the room, do you make plans? No, yeah. you're saying no, you don't make plans. Tell me your name. What's your name? Well, I make Jamie, but I make plans. She doesn't. I do you make plans. <laughs> 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 and what's your boyfriend's... I'm guessing you're together, because you're holding hands. What's your boyfriend say about that? I beg to differ. I beg
1: to differ. <laughs> is, is he just making plans without you? <laughs> <laughs> you two are very sweet.
2: I feel like I make plans, but I
1: cancel them. Yeah, you cancel all the time. Yeah,
2: but I think after the pandemic, it's acceptable to cancel plans. Is it not? Because it's just a part of our culture now, really. Like, it's fine. It's to not... just not show
1: up. Yeah, I guess so. But it's not just the cancellation. It's the initial, like, oh, like, funny business about it. How
2: many gay people do you know? I thought I was your only gay.
1: No, that's since the success of this podcast, I've, I've
2: oh, right. befriended
1: a few, that's a few really more, upsetting. a few more gay people. Sorry to break and it to you. Are we here.
2: all unreliable?
1: Well, a lot of maybe it is just me. So tell me if I'm wrong, but a lot of the gay people that I know, my friend is gay, and like every time we try and meet up, I just put something else in the dough at the same time because I know that she's going <laughs> to get because I know that she's going to cancel. I don't want to get caught short. Right, yeah. With nothing to do. Yeah. So um, may, maybe I'm just projecting all of that from her.
2: By the way, but, I'm just laughing internally because we haven't sat together like this for a while. at yeah. uh, uh, How we're both sat. Like I'm here with my legs crossed and, you're yeah, and your yeah, and your and your arms
1: crossed.
2: <laughs> um, I have a friend who's also called James.
1: Yeah. Um, Is it your boyfriend?
2: No, I do have a boyfriend also called James. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Uh, no, my friend, my other friend, James. He. <laughs> he just like doesn't show up for holidays. What that he's paid for. <laughs> yeah. So. This one time, my friend Alex and James were going to go on holiday to, I think it was Boston, and then James just cancelled on the day and was like, I can't make it, I've got work, I've got work stuff, so I'm not coming. Right. So Alex had to go on his own. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. This is such a colossal waste of money. Yeah, I'm sure it was refunded. I mean, I don't know, I don't know about the financials, but yeah, he just didn't go, so Alex was there on his own. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's so awful, isn't it?
1: If that's awful, then tell me this. When we were supposed to go to Middlesbrough together to, to go to Radio Big Weekend, uh, and you just didn't turn up. Was that also awful? <laughs> no, I think I told you I wasn't going to go. No, no, you didn't. The festival's bore me a bit. I'm what, like you. this one?
2: <laughs> I guess what is happening here is that you're proving your point and that actually, yeah, we are just all unreliable and flaky. And yeah. Annoying. Before we move on, does anyone have a question for the non-gays? Does anyone want to ask a straight person a question? Because often we don't, you know, we don't understand the mystery of straight people. <laughs> do you have a question for a straight person? Anything? No. How does fingering work? <laughs> oh, that's such a good question. I have never thought to ask that. That is a great question. How does What's... fingering work?
1: In what sense? Oh.
2: <laughs> Fucking men. Um, like, I get, well, what, yeah. How, in what sense? How do you finger a woman? <laughs> Thank you. This is, this is a great question. Like No one else is talking about this at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, right? Right. How do you finger a woman? What? <laughs> Well, I mean... <laughs> I would actually love to know, because I don't, like... I'm not sure I'll ever do it, but I would like to know how to, in case I did.
1: Well, you find, like, the the, the spot. Uh, what, what, what was that? What's the spot? You just know when you, when you find it.
2: What is the spot?
1: You know when you feel it. Do you know what I mean? It's not like when you have a cup of tea, and you go, oh, that's hit, that's hit the spot. It's like that. Oh, I've hit the spot. <laughs> is
2: it like that, girls? <laughs> what is... You mean the clitoris? Is that the spot?
1: Uh, Yeah, I guess so. Why can't
2: you just say the word clitoris?
1: Anyway, that's things Dan can't say. Okay.
2: (laughs) Things Things that Dan Dan cannot say. Things that Dan cannot say. 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 He's
1: on the wrong
2: track, track, baby. Things that Dan cannot say.
1: say. Okay, are we ready for our first guest, Edinburgh? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we're so excited to welcome this guy to a gay and a non-gay. I saw his show earlier, Equaliser. It's an amazing show about being a gay sports fan, which is something we've talked about a lot on the podcast recently. With Absolutely. The coming out of Jake Daniels. So, so excited to chat to, um, I was going to say Jake then. Because
2: you were thinking of the Jake guy that came out. Who's a yeah,
1: guy and Jake like. Joseph. They're quite, they're similar names. They're both biblical, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> give it up for Joseph Parsons! Yeah! <laughs> So when I said to James, oh, we should introduce you with the Match of the Day theme tune. Yeah. James revealed that he didn't know that Match of the Day was a football program. (laughs) So sorry. sorry. No, I do. But I thought it was like other sports as well. Yeah, he he thought it was all of the matches in every sport.
2: (laughs) Tennis matches. They're all matches. Have the gays in the room watched mm -hmm. Match of the Day? Mm, Okay. Yeah, but they did did anybody not know that it was a football show? (laughs) I thought it was all as well. Really? It's not, though. Apparently. (laughs) I thought it was ice skating matches and all of the matches. Well,
1: it would just go on forever, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, that's why I've never watched the fucking
2: (laughs) thing. It's so boring. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, back to you, Joseph. You love
0: sport or football or both. I love all sport. I've grown up with it. And I don't like it because of the sort of nudity. I like it because of the sport. Was that convincing? <laughs> a little. But I'm not sure.
2: I don't know if I believe you. <laughs> uh, you know, gymnastics is for everyone. So it's so that's. I, know I sound so ignorant, but like sport to me is so like hyper masculine and straight. So I always find it so surprising when I meet people that are queer and love sport.
0: Well, I grew up in like a small seaside town. It wasn't very queer, so it was just blokey stuff. And when you grow up around something like that, you just end up sort of just absorbing it. I think, and I just loved it from a very young age. And yeah, it's not
1: funny,
3: (laughs) but but my,
1: my God is it factual. It's been a big year for gay sports people. When Jake came out, was that like all your birthdays and Christmases that come at once? He's <laughs> uh, 17. <laughs>
0: very important to know that. No, I, it's great when you're seeing like, footballers come out. Josh Cavallo came out just before that. So I think there was a sort of... Um, he was inspired by Tom Daly, And there is a knock-on effect of people coming out. But there was footballers who came out before that. Robbie Rogers um, uh, and sort of Andrew Brennan. There was quite a lot of uh, gay footballers. But they were all in like USA where the game is so young there that there isn't the same toxicity
2: around it. So it's not as big a deal. Do you think that uh, sport is going to change then? Do you think it's going to become less homophobic?
0: I don't know. Because the problem is, is that sport is, (laughs) this is a really serious point. I'll try and make this funny. It's run by organisations that are basically being bought out by some of the most hostile countries for LGBTQ people. Right, like
2: Qatar. Qatar,
0: Saudi Arabia with the Gulf at the moment, with Live Gulf. So it's, it's very hard to see a world where both sort of things can live in, in unity mm. but I think um, in terms of the Premier League I think there is genuinely going to be more footballers coming out because I think what Jake Daniels has done has sort of set a precedent and it will be interesting to see how he finds being an out gay footballer but he's in the championship so it's just the division below the Premier League so it's he's quite high up in in the sort of pyramid of football so it's very exciting and we'll see it in other sports as well we've seen it with um, sort of rugby players and stuff so
2: I think it's sort of it's not just football it will affect all sport and have you ever had homophobia as someone into sport, like when you've been at a football match, have you witnessed it?
0: Um, well, yeah. <laughs> there was a weird time when I was um, watching my team Bristol City, um, and a guy behind us was sort of having a fight, sort of a, a mime fight, sort of with someone on the opposite stand. It was quite weird. It was quite oh, quite an entertaining thing. It was sort of like the Royal Mile at the moment. It just, uh, <laughs> sort of like a mime fight. <laughs> and then he said something that baffled both me and my friend. He was like, oh, you don't even know what a lettuce is. To which we all went, I'm so sorry, a <laughs> what? So me and my mates went, lettuce? And he went, yeah, lettuce. What well, are you, gay or something? To which I said, very unusually for me, yeah? <laughs> and I thought, oh, don't hit me. Uh, immediately, I was like, don't hit me. And he was like, what? Oh, OK. Well, I've <laughs> been to gay bars. <laughs> <laughs> it was the biggest reversal in homophobia I've ever seen. But yeah, if I, you, you see it around. Lots of people sort of shout
2: slurs. I love that. Well, I don't. I don't know why I said that. Um, you love homophobia. See, so really. we are turning you. Come on, respect. <laughs> At Brighton, in the stands, they all sing like d- the away team. Is that what they're called? The other one playing that's not Brighton. Yeah. They'll sing like, "Does your boyfriend know you're here?" Like all the time, which is obviously like really funny and <laughs> very homophobic because
0: because they often don't know I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's quite 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 hard work for me. It's, yeah. But.
1: We had Ryan recently on recently. Oh, on lovely. The podcast. And he is the first gay referee in football. And he didn't have any issues at all. No one shouted anything at him on the pitch or anything. But James just wasn't having any of it. And he kept saying, Yeah, but they must have said something to you. But he just seemed to. But it's bounced off, it. Ryan.
0: I think there's another, there's a gay Scottish referee as well. I think there are more sort of people in the other parts of the game that are coming out. But yeah, Ryan Atkin was quite a sort of
1: trendsetter in football because we'd seen it in rugby, but we hadn't seen it in football. Yeah. And why had you seen it in rugby and not football? Because rugby seems... I hate... I fucking hate rugby. <laughs> Sorry. Whoa. Oh gosh, Whoa. Get out. It stems... It You're st- supposed to be straight. <laughs> it stems from... <laughs> when I was at school, one day we just started playing it and we were just expected to know like how to play. I, it I is hate not a straight persons experiencing trauma, guys. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> just to witness this, this is a real moment. <laughs> and I think I, like, kicked the ball or something and someone had a go at me. I was like, I don't I fucking know. The other one, you kick the ball. Don't yeah. You don't kick a ball in rugby, do you? You kick, You do. Oh well, Yeah, right. but yeah. this is... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just threw it. So uh, rugby is so hot. Like,
2: if it? I was going to pick a sport, it'd be rugby. It's a big sort of... There's a load of gay rugby teams in, oh, partic-
0: yeah. in around the UK. There's loads of them, yeah.
2: I feel like I know... Yeah, I think I've seen them Seen them grinder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same. I think I've seen them on OnlyFans or something. Yeah. So Keegan Hurst, he's the
0: only out gay right. rugby league player came to one of my shows. Did he? That is a distracting front row guest. Yeah. <laughs> he is the biggest triangle I have ever seen, right? <laughs> like, we sort of had a little picture afterwards and so he was like he's like a sort of shout like an inverted triangle, he's so mm. like sort of hench. Uh, and right. we had a little selfie afterwards. I genuinely think it was like hugging the side of a house. <laughs> it was the hardest body I've ever seen and I had to t- every Every single time I delivered a punchline, I immediately looked to sort of, Keegan to see if he <laughs> liked it. Uh, like the pathetic worm I am. And did he? Um, sometimes. <laughs> Mixed results, And were yeah. you also
2: Ooh. the hardest human he'd ever seen? Uh, yeah,
0: well, yeah, it was lucky I had a pillow on stage. <laughs> 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 uh, no, it's fine. No, we're very, we're, we're very good friends now. Oh, okay, right.
1: <laughs> but wh- why does rugby not have this problem? So right. sort of,
0: It's a different culture. The, the, the masculinity there is more just all-encompassing, I think. It's more like, yay, we're all accepting and they're all quite inclusive, generally, rugby lads. Whereas football has a sort of bit of a history of masculinity being a certain thing, whereas I think rugby's a lot, much more welcoming environment. Yeah. I think I make a joke about it being run by Porsche's, but generally the people who watch rugby are just it, it's quite expensive to watch rugby nowadays as well it's going up and up in price so it's pricing out sort of different people and I think it's that's the issue I think that football will find as well is that it's getting up and up and up so it's not going to be an inclusive environment for people to watch well, I, th- so I mean I
2: feel like that sounds like a good thing if we get rid of all the all no,
0: I, I, no I, I think I think we then tar a, a whole guy. part of our society with one homophobic brush <laughs> but uh, which I don't like to do but I, I, I think that that rugby just has a different culture to football whereas football has this sort of tribalism that rugby doesn't seem to have as much. But I think women's
2: football I feel like is changing the entire face of football.
0: I think the issue is that the women's game again is young and it shouldn't be because it was one of the biggest games during the wartime. It was bigger than men's football. Then the men came along and went, oh they're having too much fun, we'll stop that. And then they stopped that for until the 80s and then the women's game came back in so it's just a bit of a younger game now and it shouldn't be and that's, that's a problem. Whereas the men's game has, is so is the most popular game in the world. Yeah. So you're going to have more people watching it, which means you're opening up an audience to people who will be homophobic. And, and that, that's the issue. Whereas I think rugby has a less of a sort of popular sort of um, audience, particularly abroad, when you look at sort of places like Saudi Arabia and stuff, because M- Man United and all of these teams have huge um, sort of fans in different locations like that. But not Manchester. But not <laughs> Manchester, yeah. <laughs> Crucially Are you going to go Manchester. to Qatar, the World Cup? I don't know yet. So I'm talking to someone about potentially doing a documentary, but I'm not sure if I would want to go because I don't want to put any money into that economy. But I've made a rule, I'll never go to anywhere where it's sort of hostile to be LGBTQ. And so that includes places like Singapore, Bali, wherever that wherever that may be, I won't go. If I'm shining a light on the issue and through a documentary, I think that changes it. But yeah, I, I, I don't think I would feel comfortable as a gay fan going there.
1: Do you know that Peter Tatchell is going... Because we had him on our podcast, and uh, he said that the World Cup in Qatar is not going to pass without a piece of touch or intervention, which I'm very excited about. Because you know what he did in uh, the last was it Russia the last one outside the Kremlin? He just uh, caused a load of trouble, and That's I just think amazing. it's amazing. I, I, I yeah, I w- I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, g- good on him.
0: Love, love the guy, but yeah, not yeah. for me. Yeah. I use words via stand
2: up so that I can get some form of um, ego. I heard. have a question for you. It's a bit of a offside question.
0: um When
2: you're like uh, at a football match do you put on like a straight voice?
0: So I do have a bit in my show where I sort of say I bloke myself up a bit. Yeah. And I'm not proud of that. It's just sort of through sort of seeing homophobia around you sort of go, we go a bit cockney and you sort of <laughs> blow <laughs> yourself up a bit. Have a bit of a waddle. Uh, have a little waddling. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, that's me being straight. You know? You know? Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, you, yeah, know. Yeah. you know. We, we know as straight people. <laughs> uh, but you know there is a part of me I'm trying to do that less now and just be myself but but um, it's it's yeah. It depends what the vibe is.
2: Can I ask you a really inappropriate question that Go I probably it. would normally only ask on Grinder exclusively? Bottom. Um, Sorry. <laughs> 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 we all wanted to know. I feel like we all wanted to know. Sorry. Is yeah. that what you're gonna ask? Yeah Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously Do you not get Oh he's straight Obviously, obviously. <laughs> I was like wow So you're really into Masculine sport Like are you a top Or a bottom oh, I thought you were Going <laughs> to say like Do you dress up As a, a
1: referee Or something yeah.
2: Yeah. What? <laughs> what, <I'm laughs> Yes that
1: classic Sexy
2: thing The
0: referee Oh we all Whoa. go to Sports and look At the referee <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lovely black outfit data. Well
1: I, I guess I was thinking Like the ref Would be like Some sort of Dominatrix thing. What?
2: Where is your mind <laughs> well, I don't know <laughs> to, to quote the Pixies He can't even say The word clitoris This is <laughs> the same person. Give it a go. We'll give what? Well, give <laughs> <laughs> give big
1: dominated by a referee a okay? go. Yeah. Look,
2: Is look. Ryan? Have you got Ryan Atkins yeah, number? His number. He'll, 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 be, he'll, he'll be bang up for it. Let oh me know. How it goes. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Like it's been we've lovely. wanted to get you on for ages, so it's just incredible to get you on whilst we're up here in Edinburgh. See you on Grinder. Yes. See <laughs> 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 you. Thank Cheers. you so much. Whatever jersey. Up a <laughs> Right, we're very excited for our second guest this evening. Um, there's a lot of noise about her. She is absolutely everywhere and incredible and so funny.
1: Yeah, every time I see her Instagram story, she's just posting like another like five-star review, another person raving about her show. You might have seen her on the Jonathan Ross Comedy Club. She's all over the BBC, the Off Menu podcast. Uh, give it up everyone for Sakisa! <laughs>
3: Hello. Oh my god, i so
1: happy you're here. Thanks for having me. You're literally the life of the party.
3: I am the life of the party. Yay. Yay.
1: Hi. How is your fringe?
3: Uh, my fringe has been very good. It's been rocky. It's a rollercoaster
1: <laughs> fringe. I'm not we actually
2: like... meant to talk about this earlier, like before we had the guests on, but it ha- it's just a nightmare, isn't it? It has not th-
3: it its just a r- I don't know why we do this to ourselves. Yeah. Um, to come up here and like do the show every single day to get like reviews and yeah. to like feel pressure. Mean. People are mean. <laughs>
2: I I mean, you're doing so well and your reviews are amazing. But also within it, there's always nuggets of meanness. Why did you say (laughs) that? You didn't need to say that. Why did you say that?
3: Yeah. So it's been a a roller coaster. But I've enjoyed the experience. I feel like it's made me a better comedian performer. Yeah. And like the the show is like quite solid now than when it was... (laughs) Um, so I'm quite happy about that yeah
1: basically it's a party right it's a
3: party it's a big old party um, it basically um, is set in a house party and it's the conversations and interactions that I have with people at the house party um, that comes out with like conversations about immigration, race feminism uh, sexism love it.
1: How much partying do you actually manage to fit in because Saki is a lawyer by the way, full- time as well as being a comedian and what else do you choose? dance, all sorts of stuff. So how much time do you actually get to party these days?
3: I have been going to bed every single night, more or less, at four slash five o'clock. <laughs> <And> <laughs> at the, the fridge. <laughs> yeah, at the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I am very tired. <laughs> it's a lot, but have it's fun. Vege- like, have you had a vegetable? Have I had a vegetable? Have you seen any vegetables? Yeah. Oh, okay. I cook, I cook in my house. Oh, you cook? Yeah, I <gasps> cook in my house. Oh, I've just been eating chips the whole time. No, darling, no, darling, no, oh, can darling. Can come over, please? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, well, you can, but you have to walk up eight flights of stairs. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, um, oh, there's God. no lift in my flat, <laughs> so you have to walk up eight flights eight of stairs. Fl- no. But it is on Princess Street, so oh, it's the what? location right location lo- on top of Primark I've only been in there three times uh, um, wow. I'm, t- I'm trying not to go in that place oh my god it will take all my fucking money um, <laughs> however this one's not really actually that good um, so it's alright so
2: Sakisa <laughs> is actually Dan's stand-up teacher by the way so Dan started doing stand-up recently <laughs> he went to a course he did a course <laughs> and Sakisa was the teacher and apparently the first time you met and Dan said he did a podcast called a Gay and Non-Gay, you said which one are you yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how? <laughs> what?
3: I did, I did look at him and was like, he said he did this podcast because he did brag about it quite a bit. Um,
1: <laughs> Only, well, uh, no, not in person, I didn't. In the application, I was like, oh, I've got to say all this stuff because yeah. that, that'll get me so in. So, wait,
2: you used me and our podcast. <laughs> you used. You were basically the uh, 2022 version of, oh, I've got a friend that's going.
1: Well,
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what happened
3: It wasn't a course about being gay it was No, but about
2: I love that, oh, I'm friends with a gay person
3: And I did look at him and go, which one are you? <laughs> Literally did that, yeah uh, Were you and, disappointed? And then, he w- then he was like, well, can't you tell? I was like, no, it's 2022, baby um, Let's not make assumptions mm. Yeah.
1: And then I think he said, do you always dress like that? <laughs> so you had made assumptions <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have got a distinctive style
1: Okay, and what is that?
3: Let's not talk about it, shall we? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Amazing. Um, so, how was Dan's stand up?
3: Dan was very good on the stand up course. Um, he has. Are you doing the same stand up now? Are you? Are you doing? Are you doing? No, 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 one? no. You can. Okay, he's got this weird obsession that he looks like a certain person. I don't know if he's talked about this on the podcast before. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Are
2: you kidding? It's all he's talked about.
3: Oh, my God. Yeah. So, basically, that's what he spoke about the whole time. And every time he mentioned it on the course, everyone kept laughing. Let's see <laughs> if the audience
2: can guess who um, Dan thinks that he looks like. Because I think this should be quite funny. Um, <laughs> which celebrity do you think Dan thinks he looks <laughs> like? Um, what Fassbender. do you... Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Fassbender? Okay. I can't think what he looks like. What do you guys think? Ryan? Who? For fuck's sake, someone guessed it.
1: There we go. (laughs) Do you think he looks like Jamie Dornan? I think he thinks he looks like Jamie Dornan. (laughs) (laughs) Look, look, people have sold it to me. He's a pound shop, Jamie Dornan. I never heard of this guy. The Primark, Jamie Dornan. I, ne- I genuinely never heard of this guy until people started telling me that looked like him. That's that's the facts. Uh, he doesn't know. Thank you, everyone over there. So he does a whole bit about that.
3: He does a whole bit about it, and he showed up pictures and stuff like that. Oh my God. Um, he was the last one to perform at the showcase, and I think he was shitting his pants about it. But he did very well. I think everyone Aww. doing the course did very well. He hated it for a while. I could sense he hated it. Did <laughs> I? So I made them do quite a lot of things on this course. And like certain people you can see Sometimes they're like, oh, I don't want to do it. It's, and I made them because I'm trying to make them come out of their comfort zone. So when I made them do comedy versions for the very first time, which is basically them getting on stage and doing their stand up set for like five minutes, when they're like, we've already got three minutes, I'm like, it's actually good. You're actually going to realize you're going to end up doing five minutes because people waffle and they talk and they um and ahs and they look at their notes and it will take up the five minutes. And Dan came off and was just like, I fucking hate that.
1: I hate that. Yeah, I hate the first one. one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And now you love it. But, but that's partly because when I came off, everyone said to me, Oh, well done for doing it. You're so brave for doing it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, That, that, that is that's not, so that's <laughs> not the compliment that I want to yeah. hear. <laughs> I get that all the time that you are so brave to perform. I also like, I did a show yesterday and I was in the I was coming, it was a queue. I was doing a show at the Pleasance and I was walking past and I went past the stuff. I was like, I'm in the show. And a woman behind me went, Good luck. <sighs> Like, you would never say that to anyone else in any other profession. Like, you wouldn't never say that to a doctor before you're going to go to surgery. Like, (laughs) good luck. Yeah, you would
2: never say that. Yeah. People say that to me as well, actually, before my show. Like, good luck. Like, please (laughs) don't wish me good luck. Yeah. I find it very weird. So, obviously, this is a podcast about sexuality. Can we talk about your sexuality?
3: Yeah, sure.
2: (laughs) Uh.
1: I don't officially know. Dan thought you... well. Would you, rel- would you go like... Go on, then. Are you I, I don't want to out out you, yeah. but you, you, you have said in your show, right? So I, I'm not outing you, am I? Go on. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You're bi, right? Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hi. I am, I am single and available and here for four more days. Hello. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this my DM. Um. my Yeah, I have this... I do this stupid joke when I tell people um, that I'm queer on bi and I basically go why no one in the room is safe. But not today. Look at the nails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, however, since I've been here, they keep popping off. So the joke actually works quite Ooh. well. <laughs> like Some people are going to get lucky today. <laughs> I love um, that. Yes. I, have you
2: got lucky at the fringe so far?
3: <laughs> I may have got lucky at the fringe. Ooh. I may or may not have got lucky at the fringe. I'm not going to disclose.
2: <laughs> can I can I ask a, safe, a question in a safe yeah. space? Is it okay to like, no, it's not okay. I know. No, go not. on. No, let no, me. Is it okay to like fancy bisexual men more <laughs> as a gay person?
3: No, but a lot of my <laughs> gay friends do that. Do they? Yeah. Like, is that okay?
2: It y- feels like it's not. Obviously, we shouldn't appropriate or, like, that's the wrong word. We shouldn't um, sexualize or fetishize. Yeah. There you go. I found the word. Anybody. But there's definitely something about <laughs> bisexual men that I'm like, ooh.
3: Yeah. I think <laughs> people are like, the danger. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, a lot like, of my ooh. gay friends are like. You could have had a girl. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Is it that?
2: Is that bad? It, you don't think it's bad. You're a bisexual person. Okay. <laughs> no. Are you single? No, but. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. Uh, open. Cool. Oh, hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, wait, can I come? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Will you want to record it? <laughs> uh, no <laughs> <laughs> This is now turned into a dating show
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone Where's Stella? Oh, sh- um, yeah, so that's okay, Then It's okay to, to think that's hot Okay, thank you
3: Also, it depends, like, what you're into Your type, your person. Like. Oh, anyone Okay, fine um. Yeah, anyone I suppose it's just like <laughs> Have you got lucky in a fringe? Well, so I'm in a relationship <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dan. I know you want to talk, but it's not it's your time. <laughs> so I had a whole bit earlier. <laughs> <laughs> he asked me about
1: fingering. In fact, you can actually help Jamie with the question about about um, about fingering because he didn't like my answer.
3: What was the question?
1: How does it work? Yeah, did you miss that? Dan couldn't
2: even say the c-word. He couldn't say clitoris.
3: You can't say clitoris, babe. Well, you got a girlfriend? Y- yeah. He can't say it. He can't find it. I can't can't find it. Is that that why she lives in America? Okay, cool. Um, (laughs) 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 This has now become a rose battle. Quite quite possibly. (laughs) Which I love to judge. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, what I was going to say. I find the whole... Open slash polyamorous situation is very interesting. Obviously, I do Bella shows and I work in cabaret quite a lot. A lot of my friends in that sector do that quite a lot. I can I don't think I could personally be polyamorous. I think that's too much admin to share. Uh, too way too much admin to be like sharing thoughts and feelings about with like different people in a relationship. I think emotions is just too much for me personally. Open, I could do that. I think that's a bit more like of a everyone knows the deal, playing field and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but for me personally, I just couldn't do it. so when I actually I had an ex partner who tried to convince me to be poly and I was like, oh, I don't I just I just couldn't do it for myself. I just there's not really something that I could do. Dan, what about you?
1: I feel the whole thing is quite a bit of admin. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not not mind. just polyamorous, but being open or whatever it just feels like I think ultimately But like for
3: example like coming up to the fringe, if I was in a relationship coming up to the fringe, it's like Peckingfield everywhere <laughs> and you're like <laughs> <laughs> and then when your partner's in like London and you're like and like sometimes you just need something to like perk yourself up uh- <laughs>
2: exactly <laughs> yes, but also like I don't think it, I mean I'm not polyamorous but I don't think it is that much admin and I wouldn't say no to it actually I wouldn't rule it out because that, in a way I think relationships we're all in relationships with our friends at yeah. all times. Like all relationships are relationships. So
1: it's not actually that different. Yeah, We're just having sex with them as well. well. I'm
2: not sure that's quite as
1: simple as that.
2: Um, well, yes, mm. it is in my head.
1: It's but an interesting concept. I, d- I don't think I... Can I, you just say the word clitoris? Can you just
2: I, say I,
3: it? It's I, like, everyone wants you wait, to fucking say, you say it. Wait, can you say the word pussy? I don't like that one, though.
1: Like, well, say clitoris, then. Well, clitoris.
3: <gasps> Yay,
1: growth. I don't think can, I don't think straight men can say pussy anymore. Like it just feels a bit.
3: So what would you say? Well,
1: it depends on the context.
3: Let's you say you like you're you're talking to your friends about the woman that you're dating. Yeah. And you're like talking to them about the fact that you not had sex.
1: Right. It, it, again, it, I would need some more context. <laughs> but I think.
2: <laughs>
1: I th- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh my god. I think the problem here. It Sounds
2: quite a su- sweet person. My, I think. my friend
1: Charlie says. Uh, and I've adopted this from her whenever it comes out. It says, Nun. You know, how that one. Nun. Yeah. Nun. No, like, that's oh.
3: worse than Fuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know that. That's, yeah. You don't know Fuff? F-F-F-F-F Fuff,
3: Minge, that's worse than that one, baby. No. I haven't heard that in about 10
1: years.
2: Obviously, as we mentioned, you were Dan's stand-up teacher. Yeah. And to close our show tonight, Dan is going to do some jokes (laughs) for all of us. Okay,
3: let's not judge me on this, okay? Um. (laughs) Come to my show.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then we're going to get you as his
1: teacher to tell us how he did. (laughs) Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: We normally normally come up with funny names for this kind of stuff, but we couldn't come up with anything. But James had a good one. So I've
2: named it. So obviously this uh, this would only work if you're going to be nice to Dan. (laughs) But we're going to call it Sakisa Dan's arse.
1: Which doesn't really make any sense. Doesn't really make any sense, but, like but that's know, all are we've got. Kiss his arse or not? That's but that's all okay. we've got. All Forget we've the got.
2: name. I did tell you most of the best features don't have names, but anyway. So we're gonna <laughs> give Dan we're gonna give Dan one minute to tell as many jokes as he can. Yeah. yeah and then minute. Sakisa is gonna decide how he's done live in the room. We're yeah. Let him know uh, what his Edinburgh Fringe rating is. Let me just uh, (laughs) let me just get my uh, things. You're gonna get your jokes up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we've got a clock timer that will start when you're ready. I'm really excited. I've got no idea what Dan's about to hit us with. Okay, should I stand up? This could be some good. Well, it is a stand-up, so (laughs) might be a good start. All right, Um, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's get Dan some applause going. (laughs) All right,
1: please give it up for Dan Hudson. Start the timer. All right, this joke, this one's hot off the press. I did it today. There's a thing going around that the Conservative Party are bringing out their own condoms. This is true. Um, but you can only use them when you fuck a poor person. <laughs> 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 Next one. I get really confused by airports, because every time I go one, I can never remember if I'm going to the arrivals or departures, because whatever I'm doing, I'm doing both. No. <laughs> All right, this next one requires some context. So uh, I'm in Florence, this is what I did two weeks ago, I'm officiating my best mate's wedding, and half the crowd literally can't speak English. So I said, I'm sorry to say, half of you won't understand what I'm saying, and the other half of you are Italian. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like a peak, i I like peaked too soon with this. <laughs> All right, again, I'm in Florence. At this oh, that was the I'm, longest minute. I, All right, I'm sorry. I think we should let
3: him finish the joke. Let me, okay. let,
1: me, let me finish. Okay, so we're at this wedding in Florence. Most of the, well, like half of the crowd are from Birmingham, but the groom is not a fan of Aston Villa Football Club. So that's, that's the setup. So I say, isn't it great to be here <laughs> at the uh, Villa? Steve's told me how much of a fan of the Villa he is, which I'm not sure I thought I'd ever hear him say. I okay,
3: s- don't judge the course on this. Okay. I got, I got some. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love do, that you. Do, don't do, do. want to be associated. <laughs> with I got it. some. I got some more. I got some more. Okay. Do we want some more? All right. Lovely. So That's so lovely. Again, I was in Florence.
3: <laughs> Someone keep showing it off. Happy times. Since
1: we're here in Florence, this is what I said. It would be improper for me to not say some words made famous by Florence and the Machine. And then I read out some lyrics. No, okay no, no. Uh, do, you, do you have another <laughs> do
2: you have another course dan <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> if
3: you are in London come do the course it's amazing that's perfect that sort of it right? is amazing yeah. it is
2: amazing and Dan is deliberately being private. i did say all these things the fir- i thought the first joke was really good what did you think I thought the first joke was really good oh thanks yeah yeah, yeah. what's the fringe <laughs> rating? what's the scotsman's rating <laughs>
3: Come to my show. Um, <laughs>
2: Sakisa, I love you so much. Um, <laughs> please plug your socials for everyone listening at home.
3: Yeah, follow me on uh, Instagram or Twitter. It's Sakisa comedy on Twitter or Twix comedy like uh, on Instagram. Twix Twix like the chocolate. It's not because I like two fingers. Okay. <laughs> I prefer Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> chunky? Uh, uh, no, not Chunky. Oh, maybe Chunky. You're going to have a Sakisa, everyone Give it <laughs>
1: Thank you.
2: That is our show. Yeah, thank you so much for coming to see us, Edinburgh. It means so much. You've all been really lovely. We're going to be back next week with another episode of Again and On gay with our next guest at the Edinburgh Fringe. <laughs> Give it up for Dan. Give it up for me. Give it up for Joseph. Woo! And Sakisa. We love you, Edinburgh.